You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is the Spoken Edition of Wired. We need more video game folklorists. Wes Locker recently published the book Braving Britannia about the seminal MMO Ultima Online, which he played obsessively for five years. Unlike most video game books, which focus on game design or gameplay strategies, Braving Britannia is an oral history collecting fond reminiscences from dozens of players. I was always curious about the people you would meet, the random people you would run into during the game, Locker says in episode 353 of the Geek's Guide to the Galaxy podcast. I always thought, what do these people do after they leave this adventure we've shared together? Who are they behind the screen, and what do they like about this game that has affected me so much? As more and more of our lives occur in digital spaces, it becomes increasingly important to catalog and contextualize those experiences. Locker's advice for aspiring video game folklorists is to explore the players' lives outside the game as well as within it. Don't just get in, ask them 20 questions, and get out, he says. Understand where they came from, how they grew up, what their life was like outside of the game, and what struggles they were having. All of that emotion informs their life story and then goes into the game. While book-length journalism about video games is still relatively rare... Locker points to Galaxies by James Crosby and Empires of Eve by Andrew Grone as evidence of a growing trend. Another major figure in this area is David L. Craddock, who's written whole books devoted to Diablo, Quake, and Shovel Knight. He does great interviews, Locker says. He writes in a compelling and interesting style. I probably completely ripped him off when I wrote my book. He was kind of my guiding light. Locker is just getting started when it comes to chronicling the world of Ultima Online. He continues to seek out new stories to include in a forthcoming sequel to Braving Britannia. The game has been running for 20 years, he says. There's so many stories to be told. There have been hundreds of thousands of players throughout its history, and people are still passionate about it. Listen to the complete interview with Wes Locker in episode 353 of Geek's Guide to the Galaxy, and check out some highlights from the discussion ahead. Wes Locker on Publishing I talked to a couple of book publishers. I was trying to go the traditional route to see if somebody could publish it, maybe get it into stores, that type of thing. There are a few specialty publishers that work specifically with video games, and it wasn't that nobody wanted it. Some people wanted it to be changed into something that wouldn't be the best way to present it. 
And there were other people who had their own ideas. For instance, I submitted it to one publisher who wrote back and said, have you thought about writing a book about Minecraft instead? And I said, no, I haven't, in which case they were not interested. So I said, I'll just release the book myself, and then additionally, I'll get to keep all the money from it. Wes Locker on Players Behaving Badly A lot of the early experiences with the game were crowd control, more or less. There's a really funny anecdote from Rafe Koster in the book where he says that within 10 minutes of starting the game, it just kind of became chaos. Everybody just immediately began killing each other. Nobody was doing the quests, nobody was having the adventures, it was just pure pandemonium. And then Star Long tells an interesting anecdote about how the first players he watched that entered the game immediately started a prostitution ring. So you can plan all you want, and you can try to give players this specific experience, but at the end of the day, they're going to do whatever the heck they want to do. West Locker on Cultural Differences All around the world, simultaneously, the city of Trinsic went under attack, and players were supposed to show up and fight the good fight and save the day, but regardless of what happened, their fiction was that they would lose. The Americans came in guns blazing, everybody's fighting, everybody wants the personal glory. Unfortunately, nobody's working together at all, so the city was overrun relatively quickly and the event was over after just a couple hours. Whereas in Japan, when the exact same wave of monsters hit, they were very organized and disciplined. They had reserves and crafters there to fix weapons and provide new ones, and they actually held off the invasion because they knew what they were doing. And then the UK version of the same event, the players kind of shrugged their shoulders and said, eh, and just let the city be overrun. West Locker on Community We all want to be part of a community. We want to be accepted and find people who are like us, and Ultima Online was kind of the start of that. It was a place where you didn't have to go out and fight in a dungeon. You didn't have to go out and rescue the innkeeper's daughter. You could spend all your time just hanging out with your friends, whether that was in your home or in a bank in one of the main cities, or you could sit around and knit clothes if you wanted to. So it really was the first iteration of a game that let you do what you wanted to do, and in doing so, you were able to find people who shared common interests. There's a reason that we form guilds and form clans and form teams in these games, because we want to have these relationships and share these experiences with other people. Wes Locker recently published the book Braving Britannia. Hope you enjoyed this spoken edition of Wired News. And if you'd like more, search for Wired Science and Wired Business. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.